Welcome back to Mostly Rhetorical, the show where I should have prepared more. And oh boy, did I just stumble into this week. <laughs> I just stumbled. I wasn't prepared whatsoever. So I did this fucking leg workout on the weekend, and now I can't walk anymore because I don't touch my legs. They've just been, they've just been fucking without vacancy for so long. I don't know if that's the right term, but I'm going to keep going here. So I woke up, no leg usage, went for a run. Come on, what's going on with me? And uh, I worked for like two hours and went immediately back to sleep. And normally I'm like pretty hard on myself for that shit. Like I need to get this shit done, but I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna sit with it for today. I'm absolutely fine with nothing happening. I think I took in too much of this weekend. I really sat down this weekend. You should have seen me sitting. It was unbelievable how into the couches I was. Multiple couches. It was a multiple couch weekend. So yeah, I'm just stumbling into it. I did some laundry, I got groceries and paid too much for chicken. It's all good, man. Things are beautiful. Every day's a gift. <laughs> Every day's truly a gift here at, at mostly historical, hysterical. We used to say, I used to work at this, um, this coffee shop last Christmas and they had this little hut that could basically fit two and a half people. And there was four of us in there and we just fucking doled out apple cider. It was really good. It was, it was so good. But it was just this very confined space and none of it was a gift. One of us came in and said every day's a gift and that was just, that just made everything 30% better there. It was the best time <laughs> because every day was a gift and we'd just say to the customers and they'd hate us and we'd alienate the shit out of them. It was beautiful. So truly every day is a gift every single day. So when I moved into this apartment, the only idea I had was for my little studio room here beside my bedroom. It's like a separate little entrance. I only knew what I was gonna do to decorate that room and nothing else. So my bedroom looks like a big pile of trash. It's just like a bunch of random crap thrown together. My bed sort of works. Half the time it's flying off the rails, but this room looks like a very Pinterest-ish post. It just looks like something you'd find on Pinterest. Not even like a studio, it just looks like how to decorate one wall with two plants. <laughs> so I'm realizing I don't really know how to decorate. A lot of my decoration is just stuff I have. Like there's just like a salt lamp that's not plugged in, a Polaroid picture that has one fucking ammo left in it or whatever. <laughs> Either I have to go to an interior decorating class or just tear my whole room apart. The coolest thing though about this, uh, right now at least, about this apartment, there's a kind of like a view over over my, most buildings, but these birds do, there's like a thousand birds that get together. Like they just send a huge, they have a huge messaging chain and they just get together and do this crazy acrobatic shit where they all fly together and move simultaneously. And it's like they're creating images almost. It's fucking crazy. I put a picture up on Instagram or a video up on Instagram the other day and it's so wild. I've never seen anything like that before. I've never seen birds be so be so choreographed before. And as I'm watching them, you can see like a lot of people walking around on the street and everything, but no one's looking up. Like no one else is seeing this except for I'm assuming other people in apartments. But no one's looking up at this fucking happening. So now everywhere that I walk, I'm just looking up. I got to look up. But am I not going to see birds doing acrobatics all the time like a fucking idiot? God no. So I was home for uh, the weekend over Thanksgiving, back in my little hometown, hanging out with some some buds. I think this was a couple weekends ago that this happened, but my good friend, his sister has, uh, I think she's like two or three years younger than us. And she's always done this like sort of baby voice. And it's, it's very odd, but she's done it forever. 
Like she's just done it forever and it kind of has worn off. Like the weirdness has worn off, I guess, for most of us, not for all of us, but for most of us. Me and my buddy Dan in particular were like, they don't know. Like she does it all the time, but like no one seems to like take it in in their family. Like their family's huge, amazing people. We're like, maybe we're the only ones. Maybe we're just hearing this fucking baby voice and no one else is aware of this happening. <laughs> so we were at his place. Yeah, I think it was two weekends ago. And we were like, do you know that she does that? Are we just fucking freaking out over here? And he's like, oh no, we're aware of it. And me and Dan were just like, <gasps> Like, just so thrown back that everyone <laughs> knew this already because we were like, I thought we were the only fucking ones, man. We thought we were the only ones that were hearing it. He's like, yeah, no, <laughs> we're aware of it. Anyway, it's kind of sub sub subsided over time, but it's been probably the best part of my year uh, hearing that everyone else was in on the secret. <laughs> and I guess some people just don't want to grow up, man, and I get it. I get it. I fell asleep at 10 today after waking up two hours earlier. I'm barely a grown-up. <laughs> um, I drove by this weekend. I drove by uh, just on the way back from my visiting my, my aunt and uncle, like 30 feet away from them in their backyard. Like we sat outside of their backyard, basically, and just yelled at each other. You know, standard conversation these days. And on the way back, I drove past this place I used to landscape at, or just like this area I used, I used to cut grass with this landscape company. And that was the worst experience of my entire life working at that landscape company. Like it brings me, it makes me feel sick <laughs> driving by a spot where I used to just slay grass because the owner of this company, I don't think I've ever talked about this because it's just so fucking annoying to think about. The guy that used to own it, I'm just gonna shout the company out because fuck them. This company called Griffin Landscaping, they were just the worst. Like we used to work like, I'm all for working sort of long hours, like, whatever, get things done and, you know, more money. That's fine with me. But it would be, like, 40, I think this was, like, three years ago, like, 40 degrees, close to, like, 50 degrees or something in the summer every day. We would do, like, the day or whatever, and it would suck, but, I mean, that's landscaping sort of thing. And we would go back to his house, and he's got this pool and, like, all of this nice, like, I don't know, I guess landscaping, which makes sense for the guy, around his pool. And he would go in his pool and make us work and watch us while he was like sipping a fucking cocktail or beer or whatever. And he'd just be in there watching us and telling us to shovel more and doing all this shit, which I think is kind of fucked up. It's like a villain move almost. Just like being in like a tower watching people like hit things with a shovel. I don't know. You know, standard tower evil genius stuff. But he had these fucking jerseys and they were so heavy. They were like, a, like an actual football jersey. Probably probably less comfortable than an actual football jersey. But he was a big sports dude. And I guess it said like Griffin landscaping and shit on the back of it. And he made us wear it. I'd like, I just just stopped wearing it because it was like 40 degrees. It was like pure fucking cotton. It was so hot. And they were all like triple XL. So you were wearing like a sweater to work basically the whole day. And if you didn't wear it, this was like, this is what I was told because I just stopped wearing it because I was like, well, I'm going to, not really ready to pass out here at work. and uh, But if you didn't wear it, he would make you, I don't know, just do more work or something. It was so fucking psychotic. And it just had like the, he's like, oh, did you get to pick your number. If you stay at this job for a month, you get to pick your number and wear this hot ass jersey <laughs> all the fucking time. And that was like the, I don't know, the incentive to keep working there was you get a number and get to sweat in your number or something. But I was like, how... 
how much confidence does this guy have or the lack thereof for him to be upset that you're not wearing this jersey that you're supposed to be wearing? Like, it was so non-functional. I even wrote down on this fucking, on the, my on my notes, <laughs> landscaping mandatory terrible jersey, Griffin, period, fuck them. <laughs> I, didn't, I barely had a note about that because I just remembered all of it way too well. And there was this one kid there that was like 19 or something at the time. And he was like so indebted to this guy. He was like, man, I got to be just like this guy. And he would stay after work till like 11. No one would leave this job. It was so fucked up. That was the first job I think I had where I was like, oh, I never want to work for someone that's so fucked up again. It just brought me, as soon as I drove by there, I was like, oh God, (laughs) I don't feel that great right now. I was thinking about, I was talking to my dad, (laughs) my cousins, or my mom was saying that she, like the whole soap in the mouth thing, like when you're, uh, as like a punishment when you were a kid and like, you know, like the forties or whatever, when soap tasted like shit and they would just, for some reason in my mind, I was like, oh, they just, they just, you just like lick some soap, you know, like you're just licking soap and you're like, ah, this is what my hands must (laughs) feel like all the time. But apparently they just shoved it in your mouth and you were like, it was like on your teeth and shit. So, I, I mean, good enough punishment, you know what I mean? That's fucking gross. But I was just thinking, I was talking to my dad the other day, and I was like, wasn't there a point where you like almost spanked me when I was like six? Like there was almost a point where he did it, but he didn't. So there was a really fine line of us almost bonding really hard together or me moving out when I was six, basically. He's like, no. And then we thought about, doing the soap in the mouth, but it was like, no, that's... Anyway, they just didn't do any of that shit, which I appreciate. Thank you so much for not soaping my mouth. But I was looking up soaps recently. Soap is amazing now. Soap is fucking unreal. They have peanut butter and jam soap. You could soap my mouth all goddamn day. I'd be punished every day of the week if I had to be. Get that PB in your mouth. There's no way back in the day they'd be like, so what do you want? (laughs) You want bubble gum in your mouth? Or fucking lavender. And you'd be like, well, what else you got? I guess you can get peanut butter and jam in your fucking mouth. I guess right now for uh, people who are trying to figure out different ways to market to people. Because, I don't know, I guess they're running out of (laughs) ways to do it. And texting is a huge thing now with celebrities and bands and any, I don't know, any public figure, I guess. I guess when you, they're like, oh, text me at this number. And it goes... When you text it, I guess there's like an automated thing or like there's like a manager or a something texting you back. But basically when you text them, they're not texting you. You're not like, hey, how are you? And they're not like, good, thanks. How are you, Joey? <laughs> it's me, Tom Hanks. So there's a, it's like an automated message that's texting you back. And Tom Hanks is just hitting you back being like, hey, I'm good, man. How are you? I heard you went back to sleep at fucking 10 this morning. Good for you. I would be so uncomfortable getting text message from a celebrity. Like half the time when I'm, I don't know, you meet someone new and you're like starting to date them or something, I barely know what to say over a text message. And if I'm just on good terms with T. Hanks and we're just texting up a storm, I barely know what to say to the guy. That would bring me so much stress just trying to text Tom Hanks for (laughs) a period of time. But I think realistically, I'd probably have to try to text Colin Hanks. I was supposed to have uh, my buddy Dan on. Uh, we did a podcast on my phone last last weekend. And um, 
it didn't really work out. So next weekend, or maybe maybe not the next week, but the following week, I'm gonna have Dan on, and I got a few people lined up to uh, to talk to on this podcast. So I'm really excited about that. But for now, I'm gonna leave it at that, and uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. It's mostly retarded.